Welcome to episode number 85 of the Know Your Old Podcast. I'm Chunkowski with my co-host. Lion, a.k.a. Tobias, a.k.a. Priest Holmes. I'm a, I'm a big chief this week. Big Chiefs, and that's your college team, Texas. So that's a good yep, one. Yep, hook them. Let's go. Hook them, hook them. All right. Uh, it doesn't even feel like Super Bowl week, as you've said multiple no, no. times. It's weird. You know, we're finally here. It's the last game of the year. It's depressing. I, I just thought of that, that this is the last football game of the year. And um, I, I don't even feel like it is. I, I feel like the season flew by faster than normal. I'm shocked we made it here. And it's just a weird time. Yeah, very weird. And speaking of weird, let's start it right off. Stafford. Matt Stafford was traded from the Detroit Lions to the Los Angeles Rams for two firsts, Jared Goff, and a third-round pick. Wow. Yeah. So we all knew Stafford was, you know, going to be gone. I did not see this coming at all. I thought, I don't know. I, I know that there's been rumblings about McVay not really liking golf because of how limited he is, but I just I didn't see this coming at all. Yeah, um, especially with the Rams have a different just way to do everything. It's just like, <laughs> hey, first-round picks, we don't need you. Let me go get an established player. Yeah, which I'm, I'm actually coming around on it. Like, I, I mean, in like five years, it's going to be bad. Like, they're, <laughs> they're going to be terrible. But I'd rather my team be all in like this, I think, than get players that are potentially going to be good. Like, we know Matthew Stafford is good. Or, you know, in theory, the talent is there. We think he's an upgrade over golf. At least I do. Yeah. Um, so their defense is elite. Like, they got to be – I mean, to me, they're one of the favorites in the NFC next year. I'm picking the Bucks or them. Like, they're going to be – Right there, you know, the Saints will fall by the wayside. I mean, who else really is there? So Packers, um, maybe Packers, pack yeah, Packers, I guess. But Eagles, like, I of would, course, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I would, <laughs> but if it was if Matthew Stafford is as good as I think he is, I would pick the Rams over um, the the Packers. You know, because I think their defense is just elite, elite, elite. I think it's the best defense, and. Um, you know, they, they have weapons. They, they need a deep threat. I think that will really be their only need. They'll get, like, a speedy guy on the outside. Um, but they, they're they're loaded. They're going to be really good. And I love Cam Akers. Love me. Big Cam Akers guy. Big Cam Akers guy. Runs hard. And, he, and he's the type of back where, you know, I'm coming around on my first-round running backs because I watched him do well on a shitty team. Like, that's the difference between, like, a, okay, anybody can run the ball with good blocking, but the good, great backs create something out of nothing. And, like, Florida State was garbage, and he was still making plays. So he, he's a really good back. I was I was actually expecting more out of him this year, like, in terms of – because in high school, I remember watching him in high school highlights. Cause Bro, he was, me too. He was, he was, he was like a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, he's crazy. And, was, and then, like, Florida, when he first got to Florida State, they were good. And then <laughs> they were – then, you know, they've yeah, been awful. They for, haven't had an offensive line in, like, five years, it seems like. Yeah, it's been bad. Um, but, like, he, you still notice how good he was. Oh, know? 100%. So, um, but, yeah, I, I expected him to be, like, rookie of the year potential this year. But then he got hurt. He wasn't really playing. Um, but then in the playoffs, he looked like I expected him to look. 100%, same here. Uh, I drafted him in fantasy just because I thought he was going to beat out Henderson and Malcolm Brown. But mm-hmm. it, it took a it took a bit, just like J.K. Dobbins. It took a bit right. for him to exactly. go over Ingram and um, 
and then they start sitting those veteran backs. You know, I think once they get more, it's really all about pass protection with young running backs. Like once you're uh, competent in pass pro, they trust you to be in there um, because if you can't pass protect as a running back, you, will, you won't play. Yeah, it's pass protection, and they got to trust you not to fumble. Those That's are the a, main two 100%. things. Yeah. yeah. So, like, J.K. Dobbins is obviously better than Mark Ingram. Like, you know, I respect Mark Ingram. He's had a, a good career, but... And he's better than Gus Edwards. Those, and he's better than him, yeah. So, you just you got to get those fresh legs in. Hundred. Yep, I agree. So, I mean, who do you think really won this trade? You're going to go Rams? Um, I'm going to go Rams because... I expect them to contend, um, you know, immediately. They're, they're going to be really good. You know, they – it's crazy that they are willing to give up picks just to get rid of Jared Goff. So, when I, if I'm a Lions fan and I'm, I'm looking at, you know, you, you know Jared Goff was in the Super Bowl. You know he has talent. But you got to imagine how, how, how can you really be excited about a guy with a team that drafted him and wanted him to succeed, were willing to give up valuable things to get rid of him. So <laughs> you got to keep that in mind that he's not your quarterback. That's a great point. Um, didn't really think of it like that. But again, like <laughs> when it comes to the first round picks, I feel like they had to give up two because they were future picks. Like they weren't, I don't think they were next year's because I think, does that go to the Jaguars or? I don't I think so. I don't yeah. remember exactly. I, I, but right. they had to give up future ones. Uh, they got rid of Goff's contract. They have a little bit of dead money. I don't know the exact features. But then they also had to give up a third. So it's just like, we we don't care about picks. We want starters. We want established players. And they're getting them. Right. So, I, you know, the Rams are looking at it from a perspective of, you know, we're going to be good. The picks will be late first-round picks. What's the difference between a late first and an early second, which, I, you know, I agree with. Um, it's just going to be when they're bad. And that you know these they're four and twelve, and these picks are top five. You know that's when it, it looks bad. But like, you know, you you can get obviously quality players in the the late first. But if your team is good enough to win now, and you can get a quarterback that's going to take you to another level. I feel like you, you got to do it every time. You know, as far as Jared Golf goes, he. I mean, I hope he has some sort of chip on his shoulder because you know they paid to get rid of you. Like you went to a Super Bowl and they still didn't want you. So. You know, if that doesn't make you hungry to to want to be great, um, I don't know what is. You know, he, he he has all the money in the world. Now it's just about you know showing on the field. Great point. Great point. All right, let's go to another. Uh, this is a rumored trade or rumors of trades possibly happening. Carson Wentz, your boy. Yeah, uh, there's rumors. The rumor, the main rumors right now are is between the Colts and the Bears. I can see the Colts. They have the 21st pick in this year's draft. Bears kind of coming out of left field. They have the 20th pick in the draft. But apparently the Bears are leading at the moment, according to one source. Who knows if it's real or not. And they're apparently very, very aggressive and could be even outbidding like themselves in a bid war. So, I don't know. The Colts, to me, just make too much sense. Like, (laughs) that, they don't, they legitimately do not have a quarterback right now. Because Rivers retired, yeah. Rivers retired. Are you going to start Jacob Eason? I I highly doubt that. The team is too good. Are you going to re-sign Jacoby Brissett? But, uh, again, I I doubt it. 
I doubt it. So their team is good, you know, good defense. They got some weapons. The quarterback and, you know, Wentz and the head coach, they're boys. You know, that was when he, he was most successful. You know, they obviously have a special relationship. Um, they have cap room. And I don't – I really don't think they're going to have to give up much to get him. Like, the Eagles either want to really get rid of him or just keep him, you know. And like I said to you, they hired a coach that was under, you know, Frank Reich. So it's like, did you hire him to fix Wentz or are you just going to go in a totally different direction? You know, my initial thought was they hired him to fix Wentz. So, um, you know, the, the Eagles – then I feel like they don't have as many options as, the, as you know Carson Wentz's agent is probably leaking. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like if I'm Carson Wentz's Wentz's agent, I'm like, you know, Bears are interested, the Patriots are interested, you know, any team who needs a quarterback, the Broncos. Like, there's plenty of teams that could you know use Wentz if he he did you know if he if he turns it around. So, um, you know, and the same thing goes for Watson. Like all this shit that comes out, it's just the agents. Like the Texans don't have. To shit and you know they're just like all right don't come like <laughs> we'll find you every day so um i don't know and, it, and the thing that sucks is like this is just gonna drag on like it's just a long off season especially because we have it, it, the new year doesn't start for a month and two weeks pretty much a month and a half that, that's what i'm saying and like the draft is what three months away like <laughs> so like it's just gonna drag on and we're gonna hear a new report every other day and there's gonna be no movement you know yeah. Um, so, like, I honestly think it is better for the Eagles to trade them earlier. I think because uh, people saw what Stafford trade uh, netted, and I think the Eagles are looking for something in that area. And with the Colts, it kind of makes the most sense, like you're saying. But uh, I could also I, – I, actually, let me go back to the Bears thing. Imagine he gets traded to the Bears and who's his backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. Nick yeah, Foles. That's true. That yeah. would just be full circle and really funny. Right. But with the Colts, you think about it, they gave up the 12th overall pick for DeForest Buckner, who is one of the best defensive tackles in the game. But if you're willing to give up 12 for a defensive tackle, you're willing to give up 21 and probably something else for a potential franchise quarterback. Now, we know his stats have declined this past year specifically. <laughs> He did not play well at all, but I mean, he hasn't been the same since Frank Wright, but he still threw for 4,000 yards without a 500 yard receiver and brought a team of no names of Greg Ward, Deontay Burnett. I don't even know the other ones. Zach Ertz was hurt a little bit and Dallas Goddard to the playoffs. So I think he can still get it done. Uh, He just needs to be in the right system. And I think the Eagles, if you get a first round pick, I think he's better than um, what's his name? Bradford when they traded him. So right. I think they can get more than a first round pick. If you get a first and a third, first and a second, I think you have to pull the trigger. But it has to be a good enough to able to eat the thirty million dollars in dead cap. Right. So exactly. the Eagles are gonna be in cap hell probably for twenty twenty, but after that they should be pretty solid. Yeah, they should be good. But yeah. if I'm the Eagles and they're saying it's an aggressive offer. If there's anything like around two, like two first round picks, they need to be calling the Houston Texans and offering six, possibly those two first round picks 
Jalen Hurts, Zach Ertz, and get them out. Just send them <laughs> to the Texans for Watson. They would have to sell Watson on coming to the Eagles, um, which I think they could do. But, I mean, it's a it's a dream. But, I mean, if they get the two first, it could, it could happen. Yeah, it just depends on – I feel like Wentz kind of has a little sin where he goes to, you know, to a degree. Um, and the same goes for Watson. That's where I think things get sticky. You know, I said to you before, like, why would Watson want to go to the Eagles? But at the same time, there, he was rumored to want to go to the Jets. So, like, I'd rather go to the Eagles than go to the Jets. I don't care how much money or picks they have. But, again, it's just – we the agents, we don't, we really don't know. Like, I feel like Carson Wentz wants to leave. Like, I feel like he wants a new start. Um, I feel like he would prefer to just get away from the Eagles, this organization as a whole. But then it just comes down to how desperate are the Eagles to get rid of him. And like, we don't really know what, you know, we have no, we don't know what their plans are. Maybe they think they can just fix them. You know, I, I feel like a lot of teams think they can fix them. That, that's the problem when you have a quarterback who has talent is everyone thinks they can fix them. And I feel like nine times out of 10, they're unfixable. They're just, they kind of are what they are and they develop these, these bad habits. So um, if the Eagles can get a first round pick from anyone, I, I would take it. You know, I think it's just kind of hard to sell um, Carson Wentz right now. Uh, you know, getting the first round pick. Like, yeah, you can point to the his his great year he had, but then like he has, but then they can just come back and point to injury history and the, the couple years that weren't so great. So that's 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 a tough part when negotiating. Yeah, no, I see exactly where you're coming from. I just I just think it has to be a wow offer for them to be like, all right, we'll eat thirty million dollars. Right. So I exactly. think <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be between a first round and two first. I would say. Um, I don't think they're gonna get what Stafford got. But no. if if each no quarterback way. could get to their ceiling, but again, Stafford does have an injury history, a really long one, just yeah, like once. He hasn't I had think, it in a while. I think the Lions got that because the Rams wanted to get rid of golf so bad. I don't think that's Stafford's true value. I think the Rams wanted to get rid of golf so bad that they were willing to give that stuff up. So I don't think that that's, that's the quarterback's true value because like you said, he's hurt all the time and he's older. So like, yeah, if you're, if you're comparing values, no, I don't think uh, Stafford's worth more than golf. But if you, if you're in the Rams position and you're like, okay, I think he's slightly better than golf and we can get rid of golf. Let's do it. Yeah. I was just saying compared to like Wentz, I think at their best, Wentz is easily a better quarterback than Stafford. Yeah, I agree. But I'm saying as far as trade compensation, you, I don't think you can compare because I think that no other team would give that up for Stafford. I think the Rams only did that to get rid of golf. Like, I think the big thing here is golf. I think it's more about golf than it is Stafford. Gotcha. I think McVay is looking long-term like, <laughs> I okay, first of all, I don't, we don't want to pay this guy anymore. And we think Stafford's a little bit better. So let's just bite the bullet kind of in the, in the long term to, to kind of help us uh, in the short term. Makes sense. And I, I want to see what also happens with Garoppolo and the 49ers. Yeah. Because that's another too. team that could come out of nowhere in the Wentz, like, sort of saga. They can release Garoppolo and then, you know, like that three-team trade to keep Wentz out of Indianapolis for the Texans. Right. So, so yeah, that's another team who, you know, I don't I don't think Garoppolo's going to be their starter. So, yeah, you know, I could see Watson or uh, Wentz ending up there. Yeah. All right. 
So that's enough about the quarterback trade. Let's go into the big game of the week, the Super Bowl. Chiefs versus Bucks. Who you got? Bro, you know I'm going Chiefs. You know, obviously I think it's a coin flip. I think it can go either way. Um, I don't think Tyreek Hill is going to have 300 yards in the first half. But it just comes down to the Chiefs are just, I feel like, are on a different level than everyone else. I feel like they're the Warriors when they got KD. Like, I feel like, yeah, the Rockets, yeah, they, they maybe could have, they, they had a chance, but in reality, they, they really didn't because these guys are just on a, a totally different level. And, you know, I respect the Bucks, obviously Tom Brady, but I think Mahomes is just, they're just too good. And the defense just balls in the playoffs. So, um, and, and the Chiefs, a lot of these guys, they, they've obviously been there. None of these Bucks, they, I mean, Besides not, other than Tom Brady, <laughs> like, what if they won? You know, so... Um, you know, just the week leading up to the Super Bowl and the preparation and all the distractions. Um, a lot of these guys never dealt with, but, you know, all the Chiefs players have. The games for me, is going to come down to the Chiefs' offensive line. They're really sure. beat up, and they're, they haven't been 100% healthy the whole year, and they've been missing people because of COVID. It really comes down to that offensive line, and if they can stop Shaq Barrett, JPP, Vita Vea. So... I'm personally leaning towards the Bucks as much as it pains me to say this. Like the Chiefs are so good, um, but I mean the Bucks have the chip on their shoulder. They're they're they have to figure out how to cover Tyreek Hill because mm-hmm. they didn't do that at all. But they've been stopping some peop like some good wide receivers in the playoffs. Let's see if they have the ability to. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much covering Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. If you can <laughs> if you can slow them right. down. You have a good shot at winning. And it was a close game at the end. What was it, like a four-point game at the end? Yeah, but, like, it wasn't wasn't that close. I feel like the Chiefs kind of let off the gas, though. And my thing is, okay, so, yeah, the O-line's beat up a little bit. But I think that they're just going to screen the hell out of them. Like, I feel like Todd Bowles, he better adjust. I I love him as a coach, and I, I would love him to be my head coach. Um, and I think he deserves a job. But, like, if he thinks he's going to be blitzing Patrick Mahomes and, like, being ultra-aggressive, they're going to get blown out. I think he has to adjust. You know, a lot of times coaches are like, you know, we are who we are. We're not adjusting, you know, no matter what. Um, But I think that would be a huge mistake if he doesn't adjust and kind of, you know, picks and chooses his spots when to blitz and uh, when to be aggressive. But, again, that's where I think the offensive line comes into it because they probably won't have to blitz as much, and they'll be able to cover the outside and – and get at least pursuit to the ball to make a 20 yard gain, not a 50 yard game. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think yeah. I, that's where it comes down to for me, those. And I just think the chiefs are too beat up. And I mean, their defense is solid, but it's not, I mean, they have to play like they did last year's Super Bowl in like the second half and just pitch a shutout pretty much. Yeah, but I feel like we keep saying that. And then, like, they keep showing <laughs> like up. The Bills, <laughs> the Bills, like, they couldn't do anything. And it's, I don't know. They just, they ball out, you know, in the in, in the playoffs. So we'll see. And again, like, Tom Brady didn't play good last week. So I, I think that's kind of getting, obviously, they won the game. So it, it kind of gets swept under the rug. But he didn't play good. And the Chiefs have some op- opportunistic players in the secondary. So I, I think that that could be a, a big thing. True, true. 
Do you know what the spread is on the game? Is it like three and a half or something? No, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't even know. We won't even touch that one because that's a common one. Uh, So you're going Chiefs. I'm going to lean Bucks just because of, I mean, Tom Brady and that uh, defensive line. Yeah. 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 Their defense is just insane. Um, The Bucks, I feel like the Bucks have more overall talent, but it's just hard for me to pick against. I just can't pick against the Chiefs right now. That's hey, that's completely understandable. All right, prop bets. Heads or tails? First one. Heads. Heads? Okay, so I think it's since Super Bowls, 29 have been tails, 25 have been heads. I'm going tails because wow. it never fails. So because <laughs> I'm a loser like that. I'm 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 feeling yeah. tails. All right, next one. First offensive play from scrimmage, pass or run. Gotta go. I'm gonna go pass. You're gonna go pass? Okay. I'm gonna go pass. I'm, I, yeah, you gotta. I feel like these teams are gonna be a little. It's gonna be weird. There's gonna be a couple of trick plays. I'm, I'm gonna go pass. Speaking of trick plays, I got a doozy for you when we when we get to it. This it will probably be the last one that we talk about. But I think it depends on who gets the ball first. I think if it's the Bucks, they're gonna run, and I think if it's the Chiefs, they'll do a pass. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, let's see. First team to call a timeout, Bucks or Chiefs? I'm gonna go Bucks. Yeah, I can see that. I, I think I think somebody they're someone little, had a position or something, and then Tom Brady's like timeout. Yeah, I, I, I could just envision that. I could see Andy Reid, his team's being a little more disciplined. Mm-hmm. Uh do, 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 do. Will there be a missed extra point? No. I'm gonna go yes because Harrison Bucker in some well, games actually. I, I'm going to change my mind because it's supposed to rain, actually. So, yeah, Ooh. there will be a mixed extra point. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Um, Let's see. MVP position, quarterback or other? <laughs> quarterback. There's no way a quarterback doesn't win MVP in this game. What was it? There's Williams? 0% chance. Williams had uh, 100 yards and two Williams touchdowns. Like, <laughs> yeah. And Patrick Mahomes had one good uh, – he played good in the fourth quarter and he won. Yeah. Or what was it? James White with three touchdowns? And Brady right. won in the yeah. yeah. And he still won, yeah. So there's no way. Alright. Color of Gatorade bath, red or clear, or any other outcome? Any other outcome. Do you have a specific color that you're looking at? I'm thinking orange. I, I just got Wasn't that last year? I feel like that's I'm what they sure. did last year, but I feel like that's that's a big color. For yeah. um let's see. Uh all right, we'll we'll go to the last one. We'll go to the last one. Who do you think scores the first first touchdown? That's the biggest bet that everyone's. First touchdown is going to be McCole Hardman. McCole Hardman. Oh, you're going the Clem Report route, Sienna grab. I like it. Do you, How does he score? Do you have like he's a gonna play? Get a little, he's going to get a, a little, little bubble screen. Bubble screen. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm going out. I'm ending the year the same way that I came into the year. That's an Anthony Sausage Sherman touchdown. There you go. Why not? And so I don't even know what the odds are. In the beginning of the season, it was like 10,000 to one is him being the first touchdown. (laughs) And the reason I bet that is because I was on YouTube like that day of the game and I was just flipping through videos and an Anthony Sherman highlight video came up and I was like, I got to watch this. The nickname Sausage, that's what it said. I was like, click. And I was like, he's going to get it. So um, this is the play that it's going to be. It's going to be a two tight end set. Nicole Hardman and Tyreek Hill are going to be out on the side. Travis Kelsey is going to go in motion. 
they're going to, Mahomes is going to snap it, check over to Kelsey, shovel past Anthony Sherman for like a three-yard touchdown. That's what I'm calling. You're going for that. All right. You know, I'm always down for fullbacks getting an end zone. So. Exactly. And everyone is going to be looking at Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey, and I'm never going to put it past the enemy and Andy Reid to do some crazy stuff. Like yep. they, they have their quarterbacks going full like temptations in the backfield, clapping their hands, spinning, sliding out, all that. All types of shit. So I'm gonna go with an Anthony Sherman touchdown, and when he gets it, I'm gonna be all the way to the bank. <laughs> Cash out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sound really stupid. <laughs> I downloaded that just for that joke. All right. <laughs> um any, uh, I was going to say, yeah, no, there's no other like really important ones besides like spread and who's going to win and all that. But we already talked about who's going to win. Um, do you have, oh, we, I talked about this earlier. You don't have any squares, right? No, I don't. Okay. I, I got the lucky one in the league. It's 30 bucks for a square. So 30 times a hundred, three grand. And there's 60 minutes in a football game, so it pays out $50 every minute of the game. I start off with 0-0. So I'm hoping for a very low-scoring game in the beginning. Like, I don't want any points for at least the first quarter to walk at away with, with with a lot of money for a $30 bet. But as long as it gets to that minute, once it gets to, like, uh, 13 59, Yeah, 14 <laughs> I would have made my money back. So I'm hoping for some stops in the beginning and then they can go crazy. I don't care, but I, right. I want Just some the money. First quarter. Yeah. This is zero, zero first quarter. Nice quick seven fifty. Nothing crazy. Nothing Not. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> With these two high powered offense seems, seems likely. All right. Anything else you want to talk about football wise? Nah, man. Just can't wait for the game. And hopefully uh chiefs win. Yeah. I just want a good game. Pretty much, <laughs> That's yeah. I, I really don't care. Um, Tom Brady has nothing left to prove, and you know we already know how great Patrick Mahomes is. So I just want a good game, not a blowout. I have to ask you because I think I remember you tweeting this: If Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, are you going to be the, do the TB12 diet? I am. I'm gonna get on my grind. I'm getting. I'm ordering the meal prep, all the subs, and uh, I have to because the, the shit clearly works. So Some avocado um, ice cream. If, if if he wins, I'm, I'm I'm retiring from sugar for the foreseeable future. And I'm I'm on the TV twelve, and I'm getting right this summer. <laughs> Gonna be throwing some TD passes. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Next thing we want to talk about: courtside Karen. If so, whoever didn't watch or see the highlights of the Atlanta Hawks first or LA Lakers at Atlanta Hawks is some dude was chirping LeBron, just like most fans do. LeBron answered back like, "Shut the fuck up, steroid ass." Because uh, this dude is clearly on steroids. If you look at it, Daddy yeah, he's Carlos, like sixty years old. <laughs> with shout a... to Daddy, shout to Daddy Carlos. <laughs> sixty and years old with a twenty-five-year-old girlfriend who uh, looks forty. First off, yeah, no way. We'll, we'll get to that because no way she's twenty-five. But so, <laughs> LeBron tells him to sit his ass down, pretty much. And she, who's his wife? What's her name? I don't know. It starts with a J. I don't really care about her. Um, no. We'll go with courtside Karen. She gets up is like. Fuck you, LeBron, like screaming at him. You don't talk to my husband like that, blah, 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 all that stuff. Pretty much stopping the game. 518 great Kevin Herter's laughing in the corner. Like, what is this crazy bitch doing? And 
pretty much her and her husband get kicked out of the game, and she goes on this whole rant on Instagram going, LeBron's a bitch, blah, 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 all this stuff. Yeah, 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 shut up. At what point are fans going to realize that they, like, trash talk is fun. Like, you can chirp people, like, it happens. But they're not there to listen to you chirp. They're, they're there to do their jobs. Right. But she wanted the attention. She got it, you know? That's what she wanted. So she wanted then, 15 minutes of fame. She, you know, she got it. And I, I went to her Instagram, and, you know, the comments were obviously hilarious. And, you know, she was she was just getting cooked. And, and now her Instagram is private, and so is Daddy Carlos's. You know, that it, eventually the attention just is not worth it, you know? And um, they're just weirdos. I, I, I really don't understand it. It was just weird. Very weird. And like you said, she's t- apparently apparently 25. That <laughs> she looks said 25, 40. but she, yeah, if, awful. But I that, mean, her husband's legitimately like a 60-year-old man. Yeah, and like he's past the salt and pepper. He's just full salt in the hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Done. like if she's 25, she's smoking three packs a day. She looks that bad. <laughs> it was, yeah. And um, it was like twenty five. <laughs> KFC. I believe she said that. <laughs> from Barstool goes, "There's no way in hell she's twenty five. That's probably when she started getting plastic surgery for the first time, and she stopped counting after that." I think so. She's just like, "All right." And I can do I'm one. Done Asia. I can do one better than that. Is if I want to know what has more plastic in it, her body or uh, dumps before recycling became a thing. I want to know what has had more plastic in it. Bro, everything about her was just like, come on. But I don't just, just weird people. And this guy has had posts in the past, like coming at LeBron, because he he has a lot of money. I mean, he had like Ferrari and shit. I don't know what he does for a living, but he he has courtside seats. He sells shorts on GameStop. uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So he just cashed out on that and courtside at the Hawks game. Um, But yeah, he's just. These people just want attention, you know, because when you're rich like this and you don't have attention like LeBron, you just use LeBron as a tool to try to get get attention because you're just bored with life. And you think that because you can afford courtside seats, you can say whatever, and if a player comes back at you, oh, what are they doing? I'm just a fan. Like, shut up. No, no, you can't play victim when you're talking shit. (laughs) Like, you, you dish it out, you can take it. Saying that you can't talk to my husband like that, then why the fuck is your husband running his mouth? Exactly. The, there's only, and you know what's, I'm going to stereotype white people. There's only, it's every incident with a fan is because of a white person. <laughs> it really is. Because they think they're entitled to just say whatever they want to people. It's like, bro, I don't care what you, if you pay for a ticket, you can't just say whatever you want to the players. Bro. There's only, that I, I've seen in NBA games, there's only one, one, one non white person that was very difficult for me to say that talks a bunch of shit to the players. And that's Spike Lee. Like, do you yeah, see? But he, yeah. That's like his thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, like, and they talk shit back. That. He's the biggest, he's the, he is the Nick. He's Mr. Nick. And, but like, again, they talk back, but he just goes along with it. It's nothing like crazy. Right. It's all for fun. But you, God forbid exactly. an NBA player talks shit to a white person. Yeah. Shit goes crazy. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but like, just just go there, watch the game. You know, if you if you're gonna talk, prepare to get it back, That's and because they can hear you even better because there's not that many people there. So. <laughs> there's no one in there. <laughs> well, I'm glad it seems like their 15 minutes of fame is up, and hopefully they don't ever make an appearance again because nobody wants to hear it. No, 
All right. And then she, she did release an apology, but nobody cares. So I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, we don't care. Excuse my French. We don't care about whatever. All right. All right. Let's go to the know your role segment. There we go. I don't know if I pressed that last week, but oh well. We're no, here. I don't think you did. Uh, you missed it. Damn it. I bought this mixer and for just sound effects, and I didn't even use it. All right, let's go to the Know Your Old segment. It's about the NBA again. NBA All-Star game. Just go ahead. I'll, I'll let you take that. I mean, you could not be dumber with a decision to have this. You know, I understand you want to make money, but you're really going to have all the stars, all your be- literally all of your best players in the league, you're going to put them all in the same spot during a pandemic and potentially risk, you know, having to postpone the season for a month. It's just, it's not smart. De'Aaron Fox said that shit was stupid on the podium. He'll probably get fined. And LeBron said the same. And so, he won't. You know, he won't. <laughs> but, you know, once LeBron speaks out publicly, you know, the NBA's got to take a look and just be like, you know, I don't know. But it's still going to happen. And it's just, it's really dumb. I mean, even the NFL, the greediest league in the world, was like, no, we're not having a problem. Like, that's when you know you're wrong. When the NFL is like, now nah, we're good, and you still do it. And again, think about the difference. Like you said, they might have to, like, if something happens, they would possibly have to lose all their stars and postpone because there's no way they're not going to have their best players play the, the stars, game. exactly. Like, I'm not watching, you know, Jalen Brunson play 40 minutes a game. Like, you, you, you got to have the stars. So it's just, it doesn't make sense to me, but. You know, the TV networks run the world, so you, you got you got to play. Yeah, I thought it was girls that run the world, according to Beyonce, but it's definitely a TV network. <laughs> that too. <laughs> but, like, again, going back, the NFL, they don't play any of the players that are going to the Super Bowl. They don't have games after this, but they're still saying, nah, we're good. We'll play Madden. We'll have SpongeBob yeah. play. We'll get some slime zones. I just wish they were putting the Super Bowl on it. I wish they were too. Yeah. It's just—it's all about money. I don't get it. It's all about money. It's that simple. The 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 amount of testing that these players are going to go through is going to be incredibly high. <laughs> that too, every day while they're there, and they're going to a city that doesn't have have restrictions. So it's just even crazier. Where is it? Atlanta. Oh Jesus! So just, Wait, is Courtside Karen going to be there? She probably will be. You know she's going to make an appearance. <laughs> Say what up to LeBron or boy. Uh, over under how many TikTok stars since we're doing prop bets? Uh, we'll go with – I don't even know. What 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 is it? Uh, what, there, I, I think know. it was like three, three last time. But, who? I mean, who knows? They're probably not going to have any. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to say about the NBA All Star Game? We both agree it's just stupid and not nah, as it's smart. just stupid, you know. But shouts to just quick shout out to Seth Curry. You know, balling out, doing his thing. You know, what what can I say? I, who could have saw that coming? But love it, love to see it. Yeah. All right. Before we end, I just want to say that this this might bring a tear to my eye, but this week. EA Sports announced that they're going to bring back a college football video game. I'm so happy. Like your favorite game ever. You're you're excited. I just I hope they don't. I mean, we all know what they're going to do. They're going to mess it up, and everyone's going to be super excited. 
<laughs> Road to Glory is not going to have anything if if they even bring in Road to Glory. But you know what EA is thinking? Uh, so here's here's my actually thoughts on it for the fact that I think that in the beginning, before they get the like national letters of intent, they're not going to have any licensing for players. I think that's going to be the best college games that they have because mm-hmm. they won't be able to do like an ultimate team. Once right. they get the ability to charge and use actual players, they're going to have an ultimate team and they're going to be making cards and they're just going to forget about road to glory, which is like the main thing. Well, people play dynasty in that as well, but I love road to glory. A lot of people like dynasty. I just hope they don't mess those up and bring back like fun stuff to the game. And <laughs> who knows, even bring back importing your player from NCAA to Madden. People love that. Even though if you're yeah. a white running back, you always were important in Madden Black. Like, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny back in the day. Uh, oh, you have so 93 yeah. speed? You're not white. Stop that. No, Get out of here. No. Jason no Seward ass. <laughs> no, yeah. The, those days are over. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I pretty much feel like there's no way this game won't be messed up in some capacity. Um, but I, I'm letting the people be optimistic. You know, hopefully it's good. And uh, I know – Everyone's really excited for it. So for your sake, I hope it's good. Me too. And I realistically think what's going to happen is they're going to say they're going to have no players and then they're going to hire an outside company under the table to, you know, because people still have been updating NCA 14 and putting the players in. So you're going to open the game. It's going to be like, do you want to download this roster update? And you click on the roster update and you have every single person. Uh It's going to be downloadable content. They're going to sell it for five bucks. They're going to make money. It's just going to be an outside yeah. company doing it outside. And yeah. that's how it's going to be. Yeah, because like I pointed out to you on the the announcement, it didn't say anything about the NCAA. So, you know, it's safe to assume, you know, you'll just get the updates from someone because people really put a lot of time into doing that. So, yeah. you know, shout to them. And I, I can sense that happening because there was a college, there was a lacrosse game, Casey Powell lacrosse. And once I opened that game, it was like, do you want to download this stuff? And it gave you every college team. It gave you every. Now, they weren't, like, perfect. But I could play as Sienna. I could play as my as my alma mater. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So, I, I re- like, there might not be Ohio State in the game. There might not be Alabama in the game. But once you download the teams, you'll have it. Right. So, that's so, my yeah. guess. I, yeah. Either way, they, you know, they- People will figure out a way to get the the teams and players in the game. So, uh, you know, I, I think it'll work out. I just hope when you're recruiting, you can give people dollars in McDonald's bags. That's what I'm really hoping for. I hope they put the Tennessee download in there. Mm-hmm. All right. right. And anything else you want to talk about episode 85? Oh, man, I'm just hoping for a Chiefs win. Then I'm in draft mode. I'm, I'm scouting, you know, Najee Harris. I'm loving him. Um, that's what you guys so, need. That's what you guys I'm, need. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. You know, once uh, the season's over, I love the offseason. So there's nothing better than football. I feel like you guys also need some linemen. Yeah, that's they should only draft offensive linemen in a running back. That's the only need. Derek so. Tucker, USC, or Wyatt Davis. That's all I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So that's it for episode number 85. Um, do us all a favor. If you guys are going to Super Bowl parties this week, one, be responsible with COVID still out there. But two, if you're going to drink, don't drive. Classic, mm-hmm. classic, easy, nice message everyone can get behind. We don't want no uh, injuries or anything else worse than that. But uh, yeah. yeah, 
Follow us on Twitter at Know Your Old Pod. Subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, all that good stuff. Peace. Au revoir.